Hello everyone, it's Amanda here at GLAR and I have Erica McAvoy with me. She is running for the board. You may have already watched my interview with um, Joe Sambier and Kyle Shaw and now we have Erica with us today. Erica is a past president. You can see the gavel hanging up there behind her and she um, is running again for the board. So Erica, you're a realtor with Coldwell Banker, Hubble Briarwood, you're in Okemos, right? Yes, you are correct. Alrighty, awesome. So uh, what what got you into the real estate business? Uh, you know, to backtrack, I would have to say that it was personal reasons at the time. Um, at, at that moment in life, I was building houses maybe every other year, give or take, and it just seemed logical to maybe, you know, save some commission money in order to get my license and then market my own properties at that point. So that's how it all started uh, and when I obtained my license. And then at that point then I realized there was a greater interest and so I started working part-time. And then once you figure out that you're in the industry and working part-time, you then quickly realize that there is no such thing as a part-time real estate career. And so that kind of fast-tracked, and after about a year in the business then, I quit my other career job and started selling full-time at that point. And now fast-forward 21 years, here we are. Uh, you must like it if you stuck around so long. Either that or I'm crazy. I don't know which. <laughs> I didn't realize you could get your license when you were eight years old, though. That's pretty impressive, though. How did you know? That's exactly how old I was. <laughs> I'm really not good at math. I'm taking an educated guess here. <laughs> so, all right, you've been around for a few years, um, and you've also been involved at the association, as I mentioned, past president. You've already done the board of directors deal, uh, but what other committees have you served time on? Mm-hmm. Um, many, many moons ago, back when we had our combined MLS and forms committee, this is where I'm going to date myself. So it was so long ago, guys, that we had, you know, very limited electronical platforms. So we had a combination of the MLS and our forms committee. So I think that was maybe about 15, 16 years ago and, you know, served on that for a short time then took a break for a few years then came back to volunteer work and i think at that point then i picked up on grievance i chaired that committee for a while uh, pro standards and leadership development and i currently serve on mls committee broker advisory board of directors and as you mentioned uh president last year wow you're a busy woman and you managed to gain spots on all of our popular committees too I don't know how that happened. I don't know, but you should go play the lottery because every year MLS and Grievance are our top committees that everyone wants to be on. So, yeah, yeah they are. They are the hot ones, that's for sure. <laughs> so, obviously, you're very entwined in the in industry. What issues relating to real estate keep you keep you up at night, tossing and turning? Mm -hmm. 
I don't know that anything keeps me awake at night uh, unless I'm playing psychologist to my clients. And that's what really keeps me up at night in the midst of a transaction. Um, you know, I would say though my thoughts tend to lean towards maintaining the value perspective of us as realtors and the importance that we have in our industry. And, you know, real estate is the backbone of what I'm going to say, our financial stability in many of our communities. If real estate is stable, likely much of the economic balance is in place in other sectors in terms of our trade and commodities. So seeing that we have uh, customers out there that give so much weight to third-party vendors and the AI disruptors with that, you know, zero local knowledge is mind-boggling to me sometimes and that customers believe inaccurate data collection systems. And so I think you know, one of our main goals that I like to focus on is that our data really is sacred to us and our profession, and we must protect that to ensure the value to our clients for our profession and it's for, for our benefit in terms of our industry on a whole. Absolutely, for sure. No, I agree with you, and that's that's something that I've heard a lot of. And you know, we have our our weekly articles in the LSJ, so we do get calls from the public often in our office. And yeah, there, there's a lot of confusion and misinformation out there. Mm -hmm. So Agreed. you've served on the board already and you've been president, but uh, how would you describe a successful board term? Like, what does that mean to you? Mm -hmm. I would say success looks like collaboration with other board members along with our membership. We have to openly collaborate and share those ideas, um, focus on their talents. You know, everyone brings something different to the table. And I like it when we can really have that um, open topic discussion within our board meetings, because I think then at that point, when folks get comfortable, that's when the juices start flowing. And from there, um, you know, we can collaborate on those particular ideas. So. I look at that, but I also define success as recognizing when things are working well and the flow is there, and that you don't necessarily need to make changes when it isn't beneficial. So you can't just change something to change it. Um, if it's working, you know, and, and not broken, sometimes don't fix it. For sure, don't reinvent the wheel, right? You got it. Uh, would you say that you bring any kind of unique perspective to the board? Uh, you know, I would say my uniqueness is I look at the time in the business. Um, so, you know, I'm not as old as dirt, um, but I wasn't eight years old when I got my license and, you know, I'm rocking my COVID gray because it's all the rage. Um, but I've got old school methods that I combine within what, you know, our technology world has served us in terms of our efficiency and being that much more um, productive, right? So I'm caught between what I think is that generational age that I have older methods that I use with newer ones, but I think that's really relatable to our membership at this point too, because many of us I think are in that same, that same realm because it's still a people business. So there's only so much technology you can use to focus on your people when at the end of the day, sometimes a quick phone call to let them know you're thinking about them, whatever it might be, you know, I mean, that's, Still, what it comes down to is old school communication. I gotta say, you outed yourself because we can't see any COVID gray right now with the with the angle of the camera. So <laughs> I have the lights off. <laughs> <laughs> big 
Very perfect, I see. Yeah. I will tell you that I would just edit that out, but like we said earlier, we're live, so no can do. We're live. <laughs> so then this is my last question, which is good because it sounds like my dogs might be getting riled up at something outside. So if you hear their interruption, I apologize. Uh, but it's your elevator speech time. Why vote for you? Here's your pitch to the membership. Sure. Sure. I would say my pitch. I mean, number one, I just want to recognize, thank you, Amanda, for pulling all of this together. Uh, what a great concept to read our membership, and I appreciate you doing this along with our staff. I mean, kudos, as I've said before in general membership meetings. Hands down, when you travel the national circuit, when you are um, president-elect in your presidential year, you sit at roundtables and you hear these ideas about what other associations are doing. And we have already done these things. And, you know, we are light years ahead compared to many, many associations. So good job. We appreciate that. Okay. Uh, but I appreciate the opportunity to serve our members again. Uh, it's humbling when members have uh, faith in you to make decisions that affects our entire membership and for the greater good of all of us. And I bring a round robin of experience, I think, between selling, managing here at CBHB, along with committee volunteering. And um, I appreciate everyone's confidence uh, to help lead our association. So thank you, everyone. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Erica. I appreciate your time today. And we will chat soon. All right. Thanks, Amanda. Thank you. Take care. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.